Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Holy Spirit comes in that's all you have to go by the only thing you have is what you can come up with what you think what you want that's all you have to go by when the Holy Spirit of the Living God moves in now you have something supernatural you don't have to be governed by your human nature because you have someone and you're much wiser to be governed by him most people are pretty good at handling the day-to-day events in their lives. It's when the extraordinary happens that they reach their limits. And as Pastor Robert will be teaching today, you have a choice. You can keep trying to get through the crisis with your limited knowledge and ability, or you can turn to the all-powerful God. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts chapter 2, as he begins his message, Peter Preaches. He told us more than 2,000 years ago that humanity would encounter food shortages and health crises and earthquakes and wars and ethnic groups rising up against ethnic groups. He said that his followers were going to be hated by all peoples. And he said that as lawlessness overflows, as lawlessness abounds, the love of many will grow cold. He referred to this period of time as the beginning of sorrows. And we've been talking about it for the last few weeks here. This season just prior to the tribulation, as it's described in the Bible, when the accuser of the brother and the enemy of humanity, and especially of believers, is intensifying his efforts to steal and to kill and to destroy But Jesus also said that we shouldn't be troubled by these things. Now, it seems incredibly troubling. So why in the world does Jesus say that we shouldn't be troubled? Well, because this isn't the full picture. According to Jesus, we who follow him and serve him will have to endure a short but severe season of struggle. Not the tribulation, but a time of tribulation nonetheless. A time through which he promises to keep us and for which he is enabling us, empowering us to go and be his witnesses. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 tells us that 
at some point in all of this time of difficulty and struggle, before we get to that seven-year period that the Bible calls the tribulation period, the time of Jacob's trouble, a time in which God is focused primarily on Israel as he pours out his wrath on all the rebellious, he focuses his attention on the descendants of Israel, the church is going to be caught out. The Latin word is raptos. We're going to be raptured. We're going to be snatched off planet earth before the beginning of that period of time. And in 1 Corinthians 15, 51, the apostle Paul was writing about it to the church in Corinth. He said, behold, I tell you a mystery. Now, you know, we, we don't talk like this. A lot of times it's helpful to think about how would I say what he's saying. He's like, guys, listen, let me let you in on something. Let me reveal something to you. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. In other words, not all of us are going to experience physical death. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed for this corruptible, talking about our physical bodies, this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible is put on incorruption and this mortal is put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Well, Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Now listen, that last verse is one to memorize. That's a memory verse. That's one you really ought to commit to memory. We members of the body of Christ, we've already been given victory over death and over sin. We've been given victory in Christ. You don't have to obey your human desires. You don't have to live subject, limited by your, your mind, will, and emotions or, or your human appetites. You don't have to be governed by those things anymore. Before the Holy Spirit comes in, that's all you have to go by. The only thing you have is what you can come up with, what you think, what you want. That's all you have to go by. When the Holy Spirit of the living God moves in, now you have something supernatural. You don't have to be governed by your human nature because you have someone and you're much wiser to be governed by him. And so he tells us, therefore, because you already have this victory, therefore, because you no longer have to fear death, you don't have to be governed by sin, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. 
Now, the question that comes from that statement, for me anyway, is exactly what work in it that we're supposed to be abounding in. He's like, be abounding in the work of the Lord. Okay, what exactly is that? I want you to know that's what we're studying right now as we go into the book of Acts. That's what we're going to be digging into. That's what we're going to be studying for the next several months because that's what the book of Acts is all about. What did those early believers, what did the apostles understand from Jesus that he wanted them to be doing with their lives? What did they teach others that Jesus had taught them to be engaged in? That's what we're going to be looking at over the next several months. How did they apply the teachings of Christ in their own lives and ministries? They went forth making disciples who would make more disciples. We talk about that a lot. That's who we are as a church. We do our best to study the Bible and then go and make disciples who will make more disciples because we believe that's what Jesus gave us to do. But for the next several months, as we look at the book of Acts, we're going to see in more detail how did they do that. Now, in the passage we're focused on today, in Acts chapter 2, verses 17 through 41, we see how Peter launched into his ministry, specifically. Now, remember, this was happening on the day of Pentecost. Thousands of people were gathered in Jerusalem because this was a mandatory feast. Pentecost is a Jewish feast. And it was one of three mandatory feasts. All the men, 19 years of age and older, Israelites, whether they were in Israel or not, was irrelevant. If they were Hebrew, if they were descended from Jacob, they were supposed to come to Jerusalem to celebrate one of these three feasts at least every year, unless there was some radical reason that prevented them from doing that. So thousands of people were gathered there. And the Bible says roughly 120 or so believers were gathered in this upper room when the Holy Spirit fell upon them. It hadn't been that long since the resurrection of Christ. It was about 50 days. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again, or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please, prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. 
For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.